0: This is the Traxxas Sector Warcast, a podcast about Warhammer 40k Conquest, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Lopez, John King, and Carl Anderton. Episode 17, Spot the Stiff. All right, welcome. This is uh, the Traxxas Sector Warcast, episode 17. Uh, My name is Tobin Lopez. I'm John King.
1: And I'm Carl Anderton.
0: Uh, John,
2: what are we up to today? Well, what can we say? In the wake of our nationals, we celebrate Tobin escaping the Tyranids' invasion of Aatrox Prime a couple weeks ago. Good to have you back. Has the rash healed yet? Uh,
0: well, <laughs> I guess so. The rash? What are you talking about? So, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, thank you for your concern. Yeah, that was Yes, the rash is healing up quite fine.
2: <laughs> also, we'll discuss the neat new swag with the Winter and Store Championship kits, our thoughts on the upcoming worlds, and what we would do if we were going, and last but not least, we have some listener lore questions to answer.
0: All right. So um, for those of you who uh, are, are into such things, and I assume you are because you're probably listening to this because you're listening to the podcast. So when kits were announced, you have an alt, Art Strachan, tearing the head off a uh, Tau warrior, if not Shadow Sun herself.
1: Get this one in quick. It's a broadside oh, battle suit and it's, okay. a, it's a sensor pod, it's not their head. All so right, okay. So yes. inside that is perfectly fine. Right. It's, 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 it's the oldest comment ever. Tearing the
0: sensor pod <laughs> off a broadside
1: it's suit. Right. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. So, yeah. I was about to say, I'm going to have to somehow
2: <laughs> incorporate that into my. Into my my vernacular, like <laughs> I am gonna tear the head I'm off a, a bro- sensor
1: pod. You. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna just, tear just, the just sensor pod, pod off of a broadside boots. Broadside suit. Oh god, I'm getting it wrong now. There ah. we go. I'm
2: gonna tear that it sensor just, pod it, it off a broadside It just came to mind because
1: I mean, there's a lot of the new Taos stuff have released for the miniatures game, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, I hate the head on that thing, and everyone's all, it's a sensor pod. It's a running joke almost in the oh, okay. <laughs> in the larger larger things. I'm like, no, no, no. You know. uh, so
0: then there's a corn berserker that they have alt art for. That's the that's the so alt art Straken is one of two. Or there's two of those. There's a Berserker, which is participation one. And then they have a Claybacks mat and with boxes as well. So.
2: Which the Corn Berserker is sweet for everybody who
0: doesn't have three core sets. Exactly. It's because it's, it's, it's a limited one. Give you the third. You the third. So the store championships were announced. And um, the, the deadline for signing up for that is today as we record, October 16th. So uh, though that has an alt art promotion, which we have not seen. They've kept that concealed. Uh, you have NID boxes and the NID mat with a, the with a cover NID from The Great Devourer. So that big full bleed mat mm-hmm. and uh, some boxes. So that's pretty cool. So hopefully your store has signed up for that. And then, of course, so those are the really awesome pieces of news, like more swag, more cool stuff. And then uh, to, to kind of bring us in on a downer, which was Nationals. Uh, this year's Nationals, about a week ago, uh, some um, very discerning viewers of the Nationals videos saw some cheating by the person who eventually won. So that sucks. I don't know that I, I've said some things online. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I My mind keeps going back to Brad Andrews and how he must feel and how angry and hurt and betrayed he must feel. I think the, the But it sucks. I mean...
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I watched that video myself. I, it was shortly after I did the law recording with Mitch. who was also someone I saw comment on the whole thing, and he opened up with the same thing most of us did, which was, "Oh, okay. Well, if this is true, that's really unpleasant." Then I saw his response, which was like, "Wow, that is that is that does appear to be true in that. Yeah, that's really unpleasant." Um, I, I'm, I think the good thing to come from it is what I saw is pretty much everyone else involved in the community went, "That's that's stupid. That's dreadful. Why would they do that?" Which is the best thing we can see from the community. There's no, oh, I can understand why you tried to get away with this. There's none of that stuff. No, it was, this is really dumb.
2: Yeah. 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 That's the thing I I can't understand. I mean, if you're a professional athlete and you are taking whatever substances to get whatever edge to make hundreds of million dollars, yeah, cry yourself to sleep in your silk sheets in your gold-plated mansion, you know. Take
0: the PEDs, right? Yeah, right.
2: But in a, a, you know, a card game environment where there's no cash money on the prize, you know, and you're going to turn yourself into that kind of player. Ah,
0: you You know, know, I I don't understand it because his desire to win trumped his desire to play fairly. It's Well, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. But not even, even,
2: even if you don't get caught out. Okay. Are you going to become the type of person for the rest of your life that you are looking for that edge that, okay, well, as long as I can get away with it, I mean, those are the kind of assholes that do things that crash the American financial system. Like, <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> I, I, I mean, seriously. I, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna. Yeah. Why he's turn gonna yourself? Be that, he's he's going to be yeah. that
0: guy for why, a very why very why long time. Why turn yourself into that person?
1: So, we're getting from overdrawing to mis- mismanagement of funds on a, on a global well, the, level. The you know, fact, fact, I'm just, the fact I'm just poking. That you yeah, out. yeah. But, but I, 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 I mean, I it's one of the things point.
2: like, oh,
0: did I get away with it? I did. Yeah. Did I get away with that? Okay, cool. I mean, if if. You keep going until you don't get away with it, and then you throw up your hands and say, hey, I'm sorry, I just, I, you know. Yeah, huh? you know, but, but also, I mean, seriously, and now, I mean, to
2: come back to the game, so you've turned yourself into that kind of player. If I'm sitting across from the table for you, every turn, i am mean, like, how many resources are you taking? How many cards have you drawn? Yeah. How many resources did you spend for that? I mean, I have to check everything you've done now, and if you make a mistake, honest or not, you draw three cards because two cards stuck together. You draw three resources, or five resources, because two resources struck t- stuck together. Well, you no longer get the benefit of the doubt. You are cheating. Bam. Well, done. we've
1: seen the floor rules on that, to be fair, as well, which, which exactly detail that. We make, well, a, yeah, make a physical mistake, mistake at, the, rules, at, the, at the premier level, and there's, you know.
0: There's rules to that effect in, in the tournament yeah. rules for Conquest, mm. and but there's but now with moving forward, you know, there's the, they release floor rules for Netrunner, and X. as I understand it from Organized Play, X-Wing is next to follow up with the the, uh, the rest of the games conquest are not specific effects involved. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so imperi- this, for the specific rules violations, and it's very clear that it's a game loss right, right but um, when you're doing it, and and ig- ignorance of the rules is not <clears throat> not it's an not is not an excuse yeah. just like ignorance of of the laws are not an excuse to get you out of murder or whatever it yeah.
1: might be. I mean, I think we better make clear you're talking about you know the. The kind of guy, living on this—that—that's his deal. The rest of us, the rest of us playing the game, know we want to play the game as well as we can. Play the game within the rules. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. Wh- which hunting this guy down, or some of the stuff I saw kicking, is—is by the by. And he—he—he's—he's he's already, um, FFG are going to drop some sort of response to this. It's—I would be ab- oh, yeah. abjectly shocked if it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Some sort long-term ban. It will almost definitely be a, a loss of title. But that's that's from there to deal with from now. The yeah. Nice, nice thing is we've got we've fortunately it was shortly after the first set of official rules, so yeah, they'll they'll correct this. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: and and I and I expect and I posted to this effect. I think yeah, I expect a a ban of at least a couple a year to. It might be it might be more. I think a lifetime ban is too much. But it won't
2: be like well, it won't be a lifetime ban. It's but not, if, it's if not, this get, is
0: not a Pete Rose level of yeah, but yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: But if you if you get banned for a year out of the game. I can't imagine that he's organized going,
0: play. Yeah,
2: yeah. I yeah. can't imagine he's going to want to continue playing. But I mean, if great, yeah. Yeah. you know. Hey, no offense, I, I have. I don't even know what your name is now. I mean, I've I've already blocked it. I don't <laughs> care to know who you are. So it's like, well, you don't play. Perfect. I don't want to sit here and have to go. How many cards did you draw? How many resources do you have? All well, I, I wouldn't sit across from
0: him if I had the, if I had the choice.
2: Well, well, I'm just I'm just saying. You know, I mean, my enjoyment of the game, and is predicated on the fact that I'm playing within the rules as far as I know. Right. You know, I mean hey, I don't realize AOE stacks all the time. <laughs> um and I'm assuming you're playing within the rules as, as far as you know. Okay, great. I mean I talked about this in a podcast a long time ago and hopefully when we went to Worlds I played a guy who had he had multiple core sets and since he was playing Cato he didn't have the he, he had more than just the signature squad from the one core set he had multiple oh, signature squad that, cards yeah. and i didn't i didn't realize it because i didn't know that oh out. you mean he had multiple yeah because he had the, More than the full he things, had the blade yeah. on him and then he shielded for three later
0: oh right 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 you know. right, right oh yeah yeah, yeah we talked and about
2: and, that. It, and it was it was kind of long and then i think there was an iron halo in play as well where you can only have one relic in play kind of thing but I didn't know the game. I'm like, oh wow, okay, wow, oh, yeah, I can see why Space Marines. Everybody says Space Marines are real tough to beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit, <should> they're real <laughs> tough to beat. <laughs> two full sets of signature units. <laughs> yeah, you <will. laughs> yeah, you
0: know, but but here I have five chosen on the board. Yeah, you know, the game's
2: been around long enough. it, it you know, he, obviously he's not a first-time player because he's in it, playing for the Nationals, and Ooh. you're going to go through that kind of it bullshit. Also take the deal. It's um, card.
1: We're talking card draw. This yeah. is this is this is inten- intentional m- uh, manipulation of his resources. Right. You know, so this right. is not a this yeah. is not a, oh I forgot I forgot exactly what brutal does. Yeah, you know, and, kind of anybody, you know, and whatever,
2: anybody who you know. says well one extra card doesn't oh. <laughs> doesn't make a difference. Well, yeah, when you by the fourth he we only went four matches and he had three extra cards. And yeah. my understanding is that he was able to shield a crap load in the final thing. Well, guess what? The net run of
1: final final the net run of florals makes it clear. The moment you've taken a card you're not supposed to take, you've invalidated the game state. Yeah. That's the honest fact of it. So yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So to move on to maybe some a related topic, which is rules, and a, mistake, which is, and a mistake we made, a mistake we made. <laughs> so you know, in an, in, an, in <laughs> not in the a, first, won't be the uh, last. Uh, listeners, uh, Barry pointed this out to us uh, via our Facebook page. Uh, he wanted to avoid another AE armor bane gate, whatever it might be. AOE. <laughs> can, I, can I just get,
1: get that one bunny, by the way? When I was I playing my on sheet deck about two months back, and a buddy of mine I play most of the games with, I threw the whole two two drones, two, two thingies, on sheet AOE, and he's like, I thought you said on your podcast you couldn't. That doesn't mean bane. I'm like, yeah, we got corrected on that. Sorry. And by the way, you lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was guess, definitely an Arabic game. I guess he
0: listened to the episode seven, but <laughs> he, not episode eight. Or yeah, whatever basically, yes,
1: I got I got a bit of trouble for that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry about so, that. So, so <laughs>
0: one correction we want to make is that brood chamber, which gives you, which allows a nid to take on the keyword of another opposing unit, the keywords are not italicized, per the re- the rules, per the RRG, right, which is the rule of re- reference guide. The keywords in the game are ambush, which obviously you can't have ambush, having ambush on the table doesn't does grant you anything. Area effect, which is has an associated value. Armor bane, bloodied, brutal, flying, immune, limited, mobile, no attachments, and ranged. As From a NIST standpoint, area effect, armor bane, brutal, flying, immune, I don't know if Mobile, it's mobile. It's too late because it's a combat action to give the to use the brood chamber, so that doesn't work. You could go no attachments, which I think is an interesting keyword. So if you, one of your nids has an attachment that That's you don't want on it, does you can has you
2: heavy marker and it does, 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 does yeah, it has heavy marker drone or it has diary mutation on it.
1: You all of a sudden put no attachments. Does does that immediately? immediately I immediately have have fizzle. It? No, it does it. And it would fizzle. Yeah, you it sure. Saying, does does no attachments mean at no point you can have attachments or you can't have one attached to you?
0: No, you can't have attachments, right? You yes. cannot have attachments.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but you know, what I mean, um, if you if you've already gained the attachment, then suddenly you gain the fact that you're not allowed to have it attached. Does it does it remove it? I would guess so. Yeah, okay, yeah, because I mean, the,
0: it's a constant. It's a it's a constant effect. Yeah, right? but
1: the, but the, is that effect? You cannot have an attachment placed on you. Because of, then you then Correct. if it's already placed on, then you gain the effect of no attachment. Then the previous one wouldn't go. You know what I mean? It's a weird. Right. No. No. I, understand one. It no and I, and I No, atta- I
0: no attachments yeah. it means no attachment. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah,
2: yeah. it actually is. This is one of those ones where it's like I hate to always ask Brad. Like, oh, we need an official ruling, but yeah. but you know it's like, oh, when's that going to come up? If you're playing a Tau, Tau deck and they've got heavy marker drone on you, on your big bad, yeah. and you're like, I don't want him to be taking double double damage all the time. I want. If I do that, and all of a sudden he has no attachment, your heavy and your heavy marker drone goes
0: away. Awesome! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally, I think it's yeah. awesome.
2: That that's that is <clears throat> so cool. I think I think you uh, know. It, it'd be really cool if it did. So hopefully, it, it, it's one of those ones where it's like, does it always, or does it one of those like, well, we only check the game state when the attachment comes into that's play. What you're like you're, into. Si- exactly that, like that's, you're
1: saying exactly. I've played over LCGs in the same group that works with that, where no attachment, where things where things of that nature mean you can't have one attached to you. But if it's on there, it's already on there before. That restriction applied, but we'll find out. Right, yeah. And it it
0: had looking, you know, uh, looking forward to this podcast here, looking forward to our recording. I had thought, I'm like, oh, you know, Brad's on Twitter, I could tweet him and ask. And of course, no, I haven't done that (laughs) yet. So you know, it's far more fun (laughs) for us to sit here and babble. (laughs) Maybe maybe (laughs) if if, maybe if Brad hears this, when he hears this, he can uh, respond to that. But. I don't oh, know we, maybe, we, maybe we should. We'll, you we'll should take the
2: extra me. step and actually tweet that to him, To uh, Like, by the way, we had this question <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> that's true, that's Wouldn't true. hurt. I'm not on Twitter, so
0: uh,
2: I can't tweet him. Well, so I'm putting it on, on Twitter.
0: <laughs> we are on Twitter. are <laughs> yes. yeah, like yes, this at. is true. So. so, yeah, so that's a correction. So that there are only those keywords. Ambush, area effect, armor bane, bloodied, brutal, flying, immune, limited, mobile, no attachments, and ranged. So I find it pretty interesting that you can have them... Do all their range damage, then you can give your one big guy ranged once, and then attack and
2: attack back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's
0: some timing. There's some timing quirks in there, but I've I've played with Brood Chamber and and you know like like I said, area effect, armor bane, brutal, flying,
1: immune was gonna would be good too. I don't know what immune. is. I was is. gonna say, remind me exactly what immune does or is. Or has it it might be yet? something
2: that we haven't seen yet.
1: Okay, could be a could be a yeah. A yeah, I, I don't. Well, I, so
2: is there, isn't there the new? Isn't there the. the I typed
0: these right out of the
2: RRD. Right. So. Isn't there a, a unit where it cannot be damaged by anything with a, a resource cost of two or less?
0: Right. Oh, right, right. Maybe so that's what it now,
2: is. Now, the wording on that card, I don't know the wording on that card, is that he's immune to damage from that? Yeah. Or he can't be targeted? or Because obviously there's lots of ways around it if yeah, you yeah. have a tactical squad cardenas out that's yeah. two costs it has area effect one it's like oh well i'm not targeting yeah, Immune.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. if a unit is immune to a specified set of effects it cannot be targeted or affected by effects that belong to that set
1: oh, so it's immune subset okay. to something yeah all right all right okay having to count that one's one
0: yeah
1: um so i don't know attachments think, yeah so let's
0: look up load no attachments ah. instead of attachment with a, a card with a no attachment keyword cannot have attachment cards attached if a trait precedes the words attachment, the card cannot have attachments to the specified trait, but it can have attachments that do not possess that trait.
1: Looks like you're going to have to attachments and find out if it goes poof.
0: <laughs> yeah. No blank attachments. No word gear attachments. That's what. It's yeah, right, it's right. yeah, yeah. That's traits.
1: referring to there. But it looks like the rest of it must be an attachment somewhere. Yep. So we're going to do this on the on the air, of course, and, and investigative journalism at its best. Exactly. As we, as we research exactly. this. Exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> attachment cards. Discard. Oh, if a situation arises in which an attachment is not legally attached,
1: it is discard removed. the attachment. Then you have. Ah, you uh-huh. a full power version. Yep. Yep. That's a that's a nice trick.
0: Yep. So that's so it's not legally attached because all of a sudden the unit is no, no attachments. attachments. Poof. Poof. Go. On gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, bad. yeah, like, well, yeah, because we really, that that Commander Shadow Sun Heavy Marker Drone deck has been a real meta-changer for us all, right? Well,
2: <laughs> you never know what's going to come out, right?
0: You don't, you don't. You don't. So, uh, alright, well, cool, we I'm solved that problem. Moment, yeah, so. or Dire <laughs> Mutation,
2: you're like, boy, as soon as my guy ta- as soon as my guy, ta- ta- uh, you know, exhausts to attack, he's going to take the damage and die so he's not going to do anything,
0: so I'm going to go ahead and take the, well, yeah. take the Dire Mutation Now, on. unfortunately, unfortunately, you can't Put no attachments on a planet and get a rid of Slanisha's temptation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> not, not at the moment, at least not at the moment. Right, not, a, yeah, not like, at yeah, not at the moment.
0: <laughs> like that would be really weird. Like my turn Oh, maybe an infested planet. Maybe if there's enough. Maybe if enough attachments come out for planets, maybe the can can will get a card that allows them to clear the attachments from from an infested planet.
1: I can I can see I can see attachments on a planet as a thing. I mean, we've already got one. We've got, like you said, you've got Sinesh's and Temptation. But I can see more of that popping up almost as a cycle thing. You know, mess with the mess with the situation of the board by everyone getting yeah, ent- like something they can attach to. You must commit it. to this planet. Like, yeah, well, Space Wolves
0: yeah. Predator alters the commitment step, right? Yeah. What's, what's the card that destroys all attachments? <laughs> the the uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Seizures, right? It's a Seizures event. It's oh. a tyranny event.
1: Oh. Oh. Ecstatic Seizures. Is, well, well, it's in the box. It's from. It's for Dark Eldar, isn't it? It's in, it's in the, the Great Devourer box. No,
0: it's in for. It's for Chaos. Oh yeah, sorry. Ecstatic yeah. Seizures, two cost event, uh, one shield. Discard each attachment from each unit at a target planet. Ooh. At units. a target
1: so, planet. So from 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 each so specifically. Unit specifically. So,
2: yeah. So yeah. so it's still so it's still only targets the units. Yep. 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 Well, I was going to say it'd be, it'd be interesting if it said you know just probably because you don't want to blow up your own attachment, but obviously if there's a combat there. At Slynish's Temptation is going to go away anyway, but it's one of it'd be one of those things if you play that
1: and discard all attachments at target planet. Yeah, you'd have to have a lot yeah. of crazy attachments to have a bouldery set attachment killer, you know. But yeah, well, I'm just saying, yeah, you know. But. If
2: if if you know, we we talked about some of the things where uh, the Brew Chamber. Um, you know, all of a sudden, it's going to be taking keywords. Well, you know, maybe if, it, if Brood Chamber deck becomes big, your defenses. Oh, all my special effects come from attachments. Mm. Attachments protect you from Warp Storm. Yeah, you know. Plus, also, there are times that you know, if you're taking on space marines, like
1: get ready that damn iron halo. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Or the
0: the blade. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they have two in the deck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, actually, to be fair, both the Talon blade and the um, the thingy um, blade for (laughs) Onchi, both of those are like go away, go away now cards. So, but I was going to say, actually, I think you think you just said the Exotic Seizure is meant to back up a Warp Storm. Yeah, the ecstatic seizures, warp storm. Yeah, yeah. we've talked
0: about that before. Yeah. Like, but that's two, and then three, two for the ecstatic seizures, oh, yeah. and three for the warp storm. That's a heck of an investment. True. You better be a board clear. You better have it. Be but it's a also clear.
1: good, good, good cards on their own. I mean, both yeah, absolutely.
0: Idea. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. And I think, and I think the ecstatic seizures will see play as a local meta evolves to a heavy attachment stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If you don't see a lot of heavy attachment, you're not going to see You're not going to see ecstatic seizures no. played. But if if your local group starts evolving to attachment-heavy decks, boom! Guess what? shoes is coming out. Like totally. we were talking down down last Saturday. I went to a, a small tournament last Saturday, and we were talking about this. You know, what are the solutions to Kith? And there's there's a we came up with a couple, but our challenge it it, it took us a few minutes to come up with a couple <laughs> solutions to Kith because none of us play Kith. Like mm-hmm. the 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 two uh, prominent groups here in Colorado, we just don't play Kith. We play, uh, Astra Militarum, We play Orcs, uh, Chaos. Some, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some Eldar, Astra Militarum. We avoid Space Marines. We avoid Kith. We're, you know, a lot of people are playing Nids, of course, now. So, mm-hmm. users, I think, is a meta card.
1: Yeah, I would say there's another, another local, local meta card. There's a couple of good reasons to have it right now because regeneration is horrifying, mm-hmm. as is the. Um, Saving Talon thingy on an um, old one eye. Yeah. Both yep. of those are good reasons to go, yeah, go away, right now. I, I, I've listened to other other um,
2: podcasts or, and and uh, people talking like, oh, this card's nice, but it never make it into my deck and everything. I love the fact that we've gotten to the point in the meta, or in the game right now, that we have a plethora of choices. Like, oh, that's a great card, but I'm never going to include it in my awesome Chaos deck kind of thing. Where, <laughs> I mean, do you remember a year ago when we when we started this podcast and i we had the one course set and it was like okay well i've got my deck together and i'm including my two no mercies
0: because i need
2: 50 cards <laughs>
0: yeah exactly you know
2: i mean you were exactly. including or i was including stuff out of the allies cuz it's like well it doesn't I don't really have a theme deck. Are you sure? You, need, I think, you I needed think I, Rogue
0: Traders. You needed the, yeah. the Void Pirates because you didn't have that many units.
2: Yeah, and now now you can poo-poo a card because, like, oh, it never, it's never going to make it into my deck. Okay. Never going
0: the
1: table.
2: Okay, great. That's awesome that we've got that many cards and, and the, that is the game has gone so long, continuing to grow, and there's so many things that are coming out now. Like, oh, great, uh, I can play a Strachan deck that's, this way, or I can play a tracking deck that's completely based
0: on a different concept. Well, I got Rog Rock's Blood Hand on the table last a uh, couple nights ago against Jason. That was fun. <laughs> 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 he's like sitting here. He's like, it's a two-five brutal, and if somebody goes away, he's bloodthirsty. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Come on. <laughs> and so, so he had he had two options to attack. One was not good, and the other one was Bloodhand. <laughs> and he was like, there are no good choices for me. I'm like, yes, I know, go for it. So I eventually, he had to swing at Bloodhand, and so Bloodhand was swinging for eight because <laughs> he was because he had taken two damage, and he was so he was brutal and doubled. <laughs> It was awesome. Oh, boy. (laughs) Because, oh, the one thing we observed is Blood Hand is triggered not by enemy units going away, but by any units going away. So you yep. can orc cannon and take away a little <laughs> bitty token <laughs> unit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that, that's what I did. I got, I, pink. oh, look. Oh, my little cultist goes away. That's too Our bad. Oh, here. look, he's bloodthirsty <laughs> now. <Yeah. laughs>
2: You've really but pissed blood- off Bloodhand. <laughs> 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 that was his...
0: He, that was his favorite cultist. <laughs> <laughs> he, had,
2: he had marked him for a special sacrifice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I saw where that was. I was was about to say, I'm (laughs) sure the
2: guy doesn't have any quote unquote friends. (laughs) From anything I've read now, seem to have read in the lore, uh, I'm reading Horus Heresy now. The people who have friends are quote unquote the good guys. (laughs) Yeah, you know, if you're considered. Like oh yeah he's a great guy oh he's gonna die
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. somewhere <laughs> some along the lines Abnett's gonna kill
1: him. I was gonna say you, you, you're hitting you're hitting um, one of my favorite comedians' favorite jokes about war films, <laughs> <laughs> which is the game of spot the stiff. You, know, like you watch a war film going him he won't make it for the next scene. You know, yeah, yeah. Can't wait to go. Can't wait to get. Can't wait to get my next letter from oh. Oh. <laughs> I got, I got, oh, oh, Mary at home. Oh. Mary and dear. I are having a child? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're like,
0: oh like,
2: I got I gotta admit I, I can actually see that pretty well. It, it, we're watching a film and you see it and, uh, some things are going through depending on the film obviously if you're watching yeah. a romantic comedy you're hoping you're hoping the body count's kind
1: of low I don't. Get, I, I might disagree personally but I'm well, not really a romantic comedy person so
2: you know but yeah you're watching the film you're like uh, dead, dead 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 you know might make it to the final scene you know oh, oh he's rat. dying now so but okay, so and I wish they
0: were. Let's dead. let's evolve this conversation. Let's <laughs> take another segue from from spot the stiff completely to, seamlessly to uh, yeah completely seamlessly to I, I thought it would be interesting because this might be well this is maybe we get, maybe get one more cast in before worlds. If we're going to go to worlds, um, what would you play? You know, given. Uh, assuming that i don't think the decree of ruin is going to hit or be le- if it does hit it, it probably won't be legal for worlds but what would you play what would you and you know there's there's people that like kith there's uh, there's a couple local players who love playing kith that's great mm-hmm. i don't like playing kith i've played kith a couple times and it's just it's just not doesn't pluck that string for me right i i just don't so you're asking on a personal a person.
2: level or you're asking like what would you play to be competitive mm-hmm. Because what we all know my play? my what decks are not Hopefully. competitive, right? What would you play? Oh. Yeah.
0: Uh, right, <clears throat> I mean, no, no. I w- what would John King play? What would Carl Anderton play?
1: As it happens, I have an easy answer because because now I've been playing LCGs over enough um, over enough um, worlds. Now I've never even vaguely considered going, but whenever it comes around, I start doing the whole. Okay, what would I? I'll, I'll build the decks. I will be doing these days. I did it with Netrunner a couple of weeks back. Um, my answers are pretty easy at the moment. I've been watching the Car Game DB Shadow Sun um, threat because uh, Kingsley one of the big um, contributors on Mm -hmm. there built up a deck that is really rockingly solid and I started following that and, and tweaking it a little bit. It's a, tip, it's a fairly typical take good Space Marines, add Shadow Sun tricks, kill things deck, and just be efficient. Right, and right. it's a great little thing. So, Squad it's, so,
0: so it's Tau Space Marine.
1: Okay. Yeah, you know, Squad Cardenus tricks, Blood Angel Veterans. Um, I tried out the Fire Drake Terminator version 2, which is comedic in Tau. This is comedy good, where, where you're throwing down a nice big unit and doing all normal Tau tricks, and someone's, I'm going to hit that guy over there and take a damaging response. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I o- love Fire Drake Terminator. Oh, it's just awful. Other than that, it's been all one eye. I think Old One Eye is the is the most consistent Tyranid one at the moment, and the the fairly typical regeneration um, uh, first planet bully Old yeah, One Eye. Yeah. I think both of those are. I can't I can't speak to how well he would do in a larger meta because he hasn't had the time yet. But he seems to be the the, the Space Marine of the of the Tyranid decks at the moment. Yeah, right. Just because he's so well, hard and,
0: to and, kill. and so you you would play either a Commander Shadow Sun Tile, Space Marine deck mm-hmm. or a Tyranids Old One Eye Tyranids. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I, yeah, we talked about this last Saturday. I don't know that there's going to be... There might be some competitive Tyranids decks, mm. but I don't know that you're going to see an over-representation of Tyranids at Worlds. I think you're still going to see a lot of Kith. You're going to see a lot of Space Marines, maybe particularly Ragnar. Ragnar's been doing quite well in the larger tournaments. Uh, so being that I've played Ragnar and he's failed me, I've played Kato and he's failed me, and I've played Kith, and she's <laughs> failed me. I'm not going to any one of those. I, I, I think I would play something like... I think I'll play Xerathur. I, honestly, I think Xerathur, yep. if I'm looking to be competitive against Kith, and maybe even against... maybe Warpstorm doesn't really work well against the Shadow Sun deck, but the, the additional damage from Xerathur, and the area effect available to Chaos in the form of, of you know Bloodletter... Can be big, mm-hmm. and I, th- you know, orc cannons. I, that's that's an anti-kith. That's a kith worst nightmare. I think yeah. is little orc cannons. It's and stuff good. It's like good.
1: That. Also, if someone does push the the non-orthodox Tyranid decks, it works great with that. The um, Zarratho is, is using cult, cultist tricks, or mm-hmm. some of the Zarathur ones use cultist mm-hmm. tricks. So cannon comes in nicely, still there, along with um, what do you call it? A cacophonic choir, which is another great secondary in Zarathur Yeah, cac- a cacophonic card.
0: choir is huge. Like, yeah. and if you think Tyranids are going to be big, if you think kith is going to be big, yeah. Uh, now, Old One-Eye is less to less so because Swarm Road obviously puts them out like they're going to style. But, man, a cacophonic choir. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you have 14 units. Do 14 damage to your folks, please. Thank you very much. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, uh, so I'll be posting the uh, Orklanda, <laughs> the uh, Zogwart versus She game here in the next uh, oh, 24 that? hours. Oh, that so those of you yet. who okay. subscribe to our video video channel. Oh, Check game. out the match between John and Carl. Uh, it was uh, one for the with a, with
1: a, with a. With a close-up special preview, I remember correctly, of here's what he just turned over. Yeah. What, is, what is it? Oh, <laughs> you're cheating me. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let that one play yeah. itself out. No spoilers. It's too exciting. I
0: edited it assuming <laughs> they didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah,
1: my my, my,
2: my, my uh, penchant, penchant for um, Putting together combo decks and everything non-standing I probably would I'd go with Chaos as well. Um, and I'd probably Did you go Kugath? Yeah, I think so. Just yeah. because I have more kuga yeah. more experience I with Kugath a- as opposed to Xerathur. Um, I mean again, you can take somebody the best deck in the world that somebody's made and not win with it if you don't have the experience. Right. Right. right so right, right, right. so it's gotta be, you know the experience with the deck knowing, oh, you know, darn, I, I'm, I'm in a a, yeah, now I say darn. I've been cursing the whole podcast, right? <laughs> but the whole the whole thing of I've got a bad draw, I've got a bad hand. How how am I going to get out of this kind of thing? Or how long is it going to take? Or what does it need? You know, you realize, boy, I've got the worst possible hand. I need to I need four cards. Once I know that I once I get four four more cards in my hand, I'm probably pretty good. So in my command struggle. I'm not going for the resources. I'm trying to go for the cards, that kind of stuff. And, yeah,
1: that's a reasonable discussion to to make a point of for something like nationals and then onto worlds. The reason I, I brought up the Shadow Sun deck is that that's enough Tau stuff for me to be familiar with. I'm still putting out, mm-hmm. um, still putting out uh, Viola Marksmen, I'm still putting down Gun Drones on them. I'm still messing around with those tricks. Also, Space Marines. Space Marines are not difficult to figure out how mm-hmm. to put on the table effectively. And then you finally got the deal of, of efficiency with throwing with getting out Marker Drones and attachments as Shadow Sun comes in, which is why I think that deck at the moment, with me enjoying Tau and taking oh. Reliable Marines is a good one to turn off turn off the upper part of the brain and just run the tactics and not yeah, what no, no. Yeah. You no know, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm comparing That's what you're saying now Is right. for yourself you would go I'd play Kugath because for me you can turn off the how does my deck work and get into how does the game work exactly yeah. no
2: if somebody yeah. came out with a great Kugath deck I I, I would yeah. go wow you know I'd want to I'd, I'd take it put it together and play it and, and put my own twist on it as well what I'm saying is I'm guilty of this and I think you've mentioned it before like okay great I've got a deck that I've played for two or three weeks, getting ready for a tournament, and the night before the tournament, I tear it apart and change it completely. <laughs> and, Gee, it didn't work in the tournament as well as I thought it was going to. Well, yeah, you know, because I, you know, I, I I realized I didn't read the card and realized that, or that oh that's limited or that only that only affects things at an infested planet, as Tobin can attest to, like, why do you have three of those new decks? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to
1: think of a decent acronym for Schizophrenic Deck Changes Anonymous, but I can't come up with one, because that's what we are. Well, so. That's what we are. The, <laughs> you know? the, the
0: interesting part is like, w- I, I was editing that video, and you were playing on She, and you were, you wrestled, I, I edited out like a minute and a half where you're wrestling with timing issues. Yeah, because it's it, split. I, I didn't realize it until after the minute and a half was over, but you're looking at it, you have an orbital city in play, and you're looking at, you're like, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? And I didn't know what you were thinking about. But then once you did, I'm like, oh, he's thinking about timing, right? Because yeah. you wanted on she to be at a at yeah, a planet I'm to do s- combat with him. And on she, if there's <laughs> if there's one warlord that requires that you have brain energy, it's probably on <laughs> Just for the timing issues alone, right? It's pretty insane. And so when you when one gets really really tired, either you better be dang familiar with your own she deck, mm-hmm. or you you must you you know there's almonds, bananas, there's all kinds of these little energy, but blueberries they all do some really great brain energy stuff. Mm-hmm. You had to have been eating those for the last forty eight hours <laughs> to get to, to survive it to be. Yeah, because I, I mean she deck. Your local tournaments might go f- Tournament. might,
2: Yeah, your local tournaments might go four rounds, maybe five rounds if it's big turn. Big tournament, you're right. If you're going to the cut to the final, to yeah, the top eight. Cut, yeah. but when we saw it when we were at Gen Con, man, that was a marathon. Oh, yeah, playing yeah. in both the, in the Conquest tournament and then the following day in the Netrunner tournament, we were there all day, and yeah. I, and I and it was it was just one of those things where it's like. Okay, you know, trying to remember, like, wait, I know I have a trick in my deck. Do I have it in my hand? I don't remember
1: exactly. How I, does this function? How does yeah, it interact with the guy so, across from me? you know, if, right? if yep.
2: unless you know it so well that you can be on autopilot, or yeah, you're on top of your game as far as being a competitive card player. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, you see, you see it in in poker. I see it in poker tournaments. You know, people who are real sharp in the beginning make mistakes that you wouldn't think. Why did you do that? You know six hours later and it's
1: mm-hmm. because they've been playing cards for
0: yeah you've been six watching hours. them play cards they've been doing it right? I mean, this is well part, even yeah. the tournaments i've played in yeah 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 yeah
1: that's part of the point of a large a large round day is to is to hit the um to get a large enough sample size of your play to prove that it's not just look on a game or two you know does right. it work yeah yeah how yeah. so that's how that's how swiss works yeah. you know
0: so i heard kugoth from you Mm-hmm. Shadow Sun Shadow, Shadow Sun, Sun would have been my all choice right, at the moment all right. and then I, I'll probably I'll probably take a Xerathar deck yeah Xerathar
1: would have been my other choice but I've been playing Sh- Shadow Sun more recently so.
0: yeah, yeah yeah. okay so we had we announced last last episode that we were going to take some lore questions from you and try to we, we'd ask Tap Carl to respond to them and give us give us the answers and we have we have heard from some of you and then We're going to do this over the next couple of episodes. We're going to tackle one or two each episode. And then uh, episode, I think, 20, which is our anniversary episode, where we'll look to announce the winner. So if you have any questions... Or possible winners. Or possible winners. If you have any questions, you still have time to get them in. But we're going to deal with one from Barry uh, via Facebook today, which is he he asked us to explain the second founding and its relationship to the last previewed chapter pack, which... Uh, given that uh, the, the Tau Warlord was just previewed, we're talking about Chapter Pack 5, War Pack 5, in which the Black Templar uh, Warlord was uh, announced. I don't know anything about Second Founding. And Or the Black Templars. So I'm interested in yeah. hearing what <laughs> this is all about.
1: So this is one of the, first of all, this is one of the classic examples of how I regurgitate law, which is, I'd forgotten it was called the Second Founding. I've mentioned this repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Um, as it happens, and I go, on Second Founding? Oh, yeah, that. So we talked about the original Space Marine Legions, the whole Horus Heresy, large legions of marines, the separation down the center between... And we the white- know
0: what that means, because we've all read, well, yeah. John and I are, John is on Book 4 book of the four. Heresy, yeah. and yeah. I'm, on, I'm, I'm about to book... Yep. read book three, which is the end of the beginning, the beginning go. of the end whatever
1: <laughs> yeah. so you have the Loyalist and the trade legions, trade legions go off to, to basically form the chaos space means as we know them and join chaos, you have the remaining loyalist legions, and at the time the new imperial uh, leadership left behind the high lords of terror, the various forming um, imperial bureaucracies, have the problem of here are these huge, huge groups of warriors who caused all, partly in some ways caused all these problems so to offer some comfort to the mankind as a whole, they decide to break up the various legions into smaller groups. The idea being that no one man, such as the primarchs, will have so much power as to be able to cause another Horace heresy. So this that is the second founding, where the various legions are divided down into smaller chapters.
0: Oh, so it's not a founding in and of like the, that I'm familiar with from the Astro Militarum stuff, where you bring together and recruit a whole big. But exactly people, so You're yeah. actually breaking them away
2: that, that's, okay. the, that's the unusual well, part about it Okay, yeah. so you're founding new legions but From the
1: previous from ones.
2: all From all the existing loyal right, guys right, right,
1: are, I guess right. we could rewind a little bit The first founding was the Emperor making the original legions mm-hmm. first members, The primarchs have been scattered He has their genes in there and their genetic information He makes the original Space Marine legions from that They go out in the Great great Crusade encounter the Primarchs And the Primarchs are absorbed into their legions And take command of them yep. The second founding is, the, is this division each legion that exists um, takes a core of themselves and makes a new chapter from that. So the Ultramarine Legion becomes the Ultramarine chapter. The, the first thousand or so of that have taken and becomes that chapter. Everyone else, particularly in the case of the Ultramarines, because they were so numerous, were broken up into multiple small chapters. So that leads us to the to the term of the Codex chapters. Um, Rubik Gilliman of the Ultramarines formed um, the... Um, Codex Astartes, the way to be a Space Marine, basically the way this should be done, mm-hmm. and all of mo- vast majority of, of the Ultramarines themselves and the vast majority of their um, secondary chapters, second founding chapters follow that, um, that method Ev- all, all, all the other legions, however, got broken up the Space Wolves broke into two um, chapters, um, the Space Wolves and the ill-fated Wolf Brothers, that didn't last very long <laughs> um, honestly well, yeah. I haven't heard of them so exactly yeah. it's, got a, it's actually, actually a good a good tragic story in the setting you look it up it's fairly short but it's okay. good fun but the one we're interested in is the Imperial Fists the Imperial Fists were led by Rogal Dorn and they were the essential defenders of terror during that combat um, terror there was a Captain Sigismund I'm going to get this right get the teeth in <laughs> Sigismund um the Imperial Sigismund? As in sig- sigil with an S. Or okay, yeah. okay.
0: It's,
2: it's prob- he's, he's been mentioned in the first couple of books. He has indeed, okay. yes. Um, right, during right, right, during right, right.
1: the defense of Terror, the Imperial Fists go to him and say, right, um, they give him the best armor and weaponry they can, and he um, swears an oath to take on um, enemy champions in single combat. And throughout the course of the battle for Terror, he, he takes down various Chaos champions, one after the other, one on one, again and again and again. So he establishes the tradition of the Emperor's Champion. Of this character in the best weapon or ra- weapon okay. armor you've okay. seen that in the current in the preview pack. Nice, Sigismund yes. is the first emperor's champion. So the Horus Heresy comes to a conclusion. The Imperial Fists have to be, they have to go through with the with the second volume, broken into two chapters. Rogal Dorn doesn't like this idea in the slightest. He thinks his chapter deserves recognition for being the wa- the one to defend terror And actually, there's a small conflict ending up in a, um, a sort of standoff in space between his navy and the Imperial Navy until so the adventure relents and goes fine. we Will break down. There are four chapters that come away from this. The Crimson Fists. um... One other that escapes me, but the fourth of the, the group is the Black Templars. Sigismund goes, Fine, this is, you know, I, I, I declare that we should still be um, trying to get vengeance against the various wrongs against mankind, specifically chaos, but everything else. This is, this is not, not, not an insult that can be allowed to stand, as it were. So he takes the most zealous and driven members of the chapter and forms the Black Templars. They declare that the crusade has not ended <laughs> and that the Great Crusade will never end. The Black Templar is the Black Templars are the last group of humanity still conducting the Emperor's Great Crusade. They refuse to believe it's ended, and so they're constantly on the move. They're roaming across space. They are the, um, the these. Re- remind yourself that a Space Marine is a monastic warrior, zealously de- dedicated to his deity and doing nothing but fighting for his causes. And within that. The Black Templars are the most zealously nutcase um, space marines around. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so they have, yeah, yeah the zealous the zealous. So they have a completely non-codex structure. They're nothing like the organization is nothing like the other space marines. They form, going um, to get this right. They form um, small small companies um, that will group together occasionally to form a new crusade, which will have a certain aim. So kind of like a battle group or a, um, a task force in modern okay. terms. Okay. Um, they generally live on on a large fortress monastery style um, battle barges so they don't have a home base. They're scattered around, m- far more scattered around than most chapters are. Um, they have this whole deal of where they have objectives. The, uh, the high marshal of the chapters as a whole will go, okay, you guys need to go and do this. I've decided that's the case, you need to go and deal with this. And the Imperium can go to them and say hey, we'd quite like you to go and help us do this kind of thing over here. And the, the responses are either Get screwed, or sure, we'll help out. But it's it's basically they're they're very much a wild cannon group within the Imperium.
2: No, nice. Yeah, okay. A, yeah. all, right, all right. Now there's a lot
1: of other stuff to do with the Second Founding, but that's what, how it gets interesting there. They chose a, a chaplain as the warlord for the Black Templars because the, the Black Templars are far more religiously zealous zealous than anyone. So else. so
0: and their and their religion is that that, that 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 of the God Emperor. Oh, it's normally yeah,
1: yeah. It's 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 the it's a, it's the two major facets. The Emperor the Emperor is their the deity and um they themselves are bound by their belief in him and by their oath the original oath of sigismund, sigismund to do nothing but prove their loyalty through continuing the crusade
2: so they, they they've still so but they have still co-opted the idea that the emperor is is a deity well oh, they still follow the imperial creed of course okay. yes. well yeah, well yeah. i mean yeah. if you if you started reading the horus heresy like i have the emperor in the beginning Dictates easily. He's like, no, I'm not a deity. I'm not a deity. I'm not a deity. Don't worship me. I'm not a deity. Mm-hmm. God's, gods don't exist, is it? What, yeah, is what he's I mean, going and for. he's right. out. He's out right. to pro- He's out to prove. I mean, you yeah. were talked about this in the last podcast. Uh, you know, when you were re- and I got to the part in the first book that you were reading where this guy, you know, we've accepted there's all a scientific explanation for everything. Mm-hmm. And then something happens to a space marine where it's like there was no scientific explanation. <laughs> we say,
1: explain the You know, or what yeah. the yeah. hell yeah. happened
2: to that guy. And that actually I mean, it was a great part of the book. Um, Abnett takes that and you begin to see these char- the character development that starts in um, a few of these characters that that's,
0: that's the seed that's get planted right, in right right but not right. only
2: but not only in the space marines but in in some of the normal humans that yeah. are along with the space marines mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's carried mm-hmm. through the next 3 books yeah mm-hmm. well and then and then so it, it, was, fe- then it was one great of those to characters
0: one of those characters has in the second book one of those characters has a has a real moment i don't want to spoil it but has one of those characters has an amazing moment that then lifts her up Above
2: two or three moments, uh, actually, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: two or three moments, but but let's oh, sure, well, up
2: above three. I guess there's one moment that happens in the second book, and then there's two moments that happen in the third book, well, and all of read, a sudden, yeah, I've read the third book again. that just kind of, yeah, yeah, sorry, that just kind of reinforce <laughs> <yeah>. like holy <laughs> mackerel.
1: But yeah, can, can the kind of the, the idea that there's this running theme of the um, the Imperium is completely secular, doesn't is set on this idea of science, don't believe in in gods, we moved away from our primitive superstitions, right? Whereas in, in magic yeah. and all so, that. So, is it during
0: yeah. the heresy? I don't think you're, you're giving away too much. If I, if I, if you say during the heresy, do people, do, is there, is there that conversion? There's basically, and like the God Emperor, basically the God Emperor says, oh, says, okay, throws up his hands. Is it chaos basically being formed, and then everybody else is like, oh well, chaos is going that way. We, we observe the God Emperor, the people that are left in the Imperium. Before the existence
1: in. of the Horus Heresy novels, I would have said not a darn clue. It's pretty clear that a running theme for the Horus Heresy novels is yes. The Imperium was originally a non-religious group was founded on his yeah. ideals and the Horace Heresy and the challenge to their, to their faith in the in the literal sense there becomes their faith in the Emperor over time. Right. So and, and, and it's the emergence of the Imperial in, Creed. So
0: here's the, here's the interesting part, right? Is that the people that that ended up seeking faith in the God Emperor that's the, in which the idea germinated that he was a god mm-hmm. are those, at least from what I've read, are those that don't turn to chaos the ones that are rejecting him as a god saying he is just a a very very I mean, amazing I mean, elevated I mean, yeah. being are those that end up turning to chaos those are the ones that push and because horus no. says yeah. because horus says i'm going to take him down we're going to go after this guy we're going yeah, to take him
1: down. Right. <laughs> there is there is i think Now, the, it might the, the,
0: not be whole in yeah. whole but that's yeah. the partition that i yeah it's I'm not an either or cuz yeah. there, there
2: were some people that there were some people that begin to venerate the emperor and worship him, and pray to him. Even though he's he, yeah. you know, he hasn't been wounded yet, he's still alive. Mm-hmm. And there are things that happen in the first couple books that reinforce that obviously the Emperor must be watching out for me because of my prayers, because I was
1: yeah. saved. How, how, how else can we oppose this horrible force right. that right. seems to be... And then there's and other ones that...
2: I, I think the ones that fall to chaos are the ones that aren't living up necessarily to the ideals that are kind of... Maybe they're falling to the original seven sins because they're... I've been reading. There's there's a lot of pride in some of you know. Pride is probably one of the biggest things. The reason why Horus falls. yeah. Well, if, oh if, yeah at absolutely. least at least yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. interpreting. There's, a, there's an undercurrent well, of the Seven
1: Deadly Sins through the various. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it's, I think yeah. it's I
0: mean, phenomenal. It's great. The God Emperor is to Horus as God is to Lucifer. Right. I mean, right. the the Yeah. First oh yeah. The fallen. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, totally. There's, yeah. there's, the, there's the morning, so many. <laughs> the Morning
1: Star story is right. pretty Right. So many things. <laughs> so
2: so coming back to the original to the Lord question with the second founding. So. Before the emperor is wounded, from what I've been reading about the books, some people feels he abandons the crusade. Horace feels felt mm-hmm. he abandoned the crusade. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, you know, Horace goes back, or I'm sorry, the emperor goes back and begins to dwell on a lot of problems. I think you know, and we you've mentioned about this the before, wet like, ways, the wet ways, yeah, g- yep. like he, all he does all, all this
0: stuff. Things. He doesn't tell anybody exactly, but but what they perceive to right, be which another listener, uh, Mitch, kind mentioned of mentioned that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what he what he perceives to be. Protecting, he's going and doing something to protect humanity, but everybody, but there are those amongst humanity, and Horus being one of them, that felt he abandoned him. Right. Yes. He's like, oh, so well, just when it's getting interesting, you're going to go home? What yeah.
1: the hell? Okay, so, so, so <laughs> then,
2: so during this time that that happens, he turns over a lot of the administrative stuff, or uh, there was probably already the bureaucracy in place, the, this High Council of Terror that you. Well, mentioned. As, you,
1: as, you, as you notice, as you note from the first book, um, one of the first things have to kick in here is the levy, the yeah. types. The, imp- the imperial bureaucracy the imperial tax collectors start going planet to planet and trying to collect their money to make sure everyone gets paid Right. which honestly honestly might be one of the first parts of the of the non faith related revolts and complaints that occur through the formation of yeah, the and empire yeah it <laughs> was interesting imperial. to see you know
2: you know yeah. you know Horus actually is against this he's yeah, like Horus it's is like, too this is, early yeah this is stupid you, come you, on these people are yeah. just beginning to get on their feet because we basically came in destroyed their entire planet Ma- subjugated them and now you're like, okay, great, now you're gonna be forking over half of everything yeah. you make. No. So I mean I I, th- I thought it was great that Horace was there. so so you know, this council of terror, so now the emperor gets wounded. Mm-hmm. The heresy's over, the council of terror is basically in charge and they've decided on the second founding like, mm-hmm. okay, we need to we need to split all these chapters. Yeah,
1: it's it's um it's like a, a dearmament after after a major war. Think about what happened after World War II, right. when these various groups came home. Think about what was done to countries like Germany. Imagine that happening within the winning side, where we can't afford for this kind of thing to happen, so we'll forcibly break you apart. That really is a second founding. And that actually, that perceived insult is what drives the Black Templars. This idea of, well... So our reward after defending terror to the last man After holding every possible thing we could Where the rest of you were stuck across the other side of the galaxy Is for our organisation to be broken apart and weakened Now right. th- That right. basically is the insult they feel That right. is the Sijimun takes his idea of No we are loyal, you're claiming we're not That's what this is, this is an insult to our loyalty So I'm, if you, if you read into the actual li- Literal writing of what happened I declare an oath of loyalty That I, will, I and my chapter will do nothing but Crusade to prove our loyalty to the Emperor For the rest of Time. And so you have the, like I said, the most zealous of the zealous. And it's, like I say, it's an interesting contrast to go straight from this completely scientific, logical, um, secular society into, no, we're going to live by the about the most over the top fanatical ideal you can be. You know, yeah, uh, uh, it's, embodying it's been, this thing.
2: For anybody who hasn't read the books yet, I really do recommend um, reading them. You know, maybe don't cannonball them like I've been. Like I said, I'm on the, <laughs> I've, I've already, I started after Tobin and I'm already on the fourth, getting into the fourth book, but I, and I know it's different authors i'm I'm having a hard time with the fourth book not not in the fact that it's badly written it's not um just that i've I've absorbed so much in such a short period of time maybe, maybe hopefully our listeners are like, yeah boy John, you know your lore has kind of come up you know Carl, Carl made me made me real- you know Carl and tubot have made me up my game here but um y- y- you know I've, i find it fascinating and 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 uh you know.
0: But there's only so much Warhammer you can take. There's only, yeah, time, oh, yeah.
2: Right? At I least mean, for me, there's only yeah. so much I can absorb. I,
0: I absorbed a lot of. I and mean, I read the Gaunt's Ghost stuff almost back to back. Yeah, to back to back. boy. yeah. But even in there, with the I, took a, I took a couple of I took a couple of books off. Like I'd, yeah, you know, I yeah, mean, because I would read six and then I'd read a couple other things and then and then I'd pick up and yeah, because I,
2: I just finished the last Gaunt's Ghost novel. It's out, Salvation's Reach. Yeah, uh, I, like a week ag- or yeah. two weeks ago. It was yeah. part of the whole. Hey, Salvation's Reach. Oh, look, there's the first book for the, or the second book from the Horus Heresy. Do they have the first book? I was at my library. <laughs> uh, do they have the first book? Yeah, oh, they do have the first book. Oh, wait, I'm going to have to order the third book, put a hold on it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: but it was really, really cool. cool. For, to, totally, a, a totally um, tangential comment from someone who. Played 40k back when it originally was near to the original start and things like that. The idea of my local library having copies of a 40k novel is very strange. Oh, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah that, they is, have, that is they odd. have. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, you know. now
0: they don't have
1: I'm cheap, I don't buy anything.
2: <laughs> the, yeah,
0: my library has I've they had the first one, but they didn't have the second two, so I got those through interlibrary loan. There's a there seems to be a dearth of the books, the Horus Heresy, because there's now to like 37 or 38, right.
2: Yeah, I haven't looked for 5 through 20. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever, so right? You know, 5
0: through, there's yeah, there's kind of a big gap at my library between 5 and 25. Mm-hmm. But I do know that they have 32 through the newest one. Huh, because I saw the newest one. I'm like, hey, I haven't heard of this one. Opened it up. you Obviously, there's a list of the books inside. And I'm like, oh, okay, go look. Oh, look at that. They have that one. Oh, look at that. They have that one. Uh, so So somewhere in the last few years... There's been enough demand that the library, the, these, yeah. the, the Thornton libraries are aware that there's a demand for these books. And they so I wonder
2: if that's so, something to do with the fact you know there's a renewed interest in because of the card game. You know, all of a sudden the broad base. You I've seen this with the libraries. You'll have you know the, the beginning of the series, especially a long-winded series, long-winded. Sorry, I long-lived series. <laughs> long-winded series. <laughs> Quick, um, edit. Quick uh, edits. Quick um, where you'll have the beginning that everybody starts with, but then it kind of dies out. Like, okay, well, yeah, I've read it; I'm enough. But it continues on, and then all of a sudden, there's a renewed interest, and it's harder to, harder for the libraries to get the older books, but very easy for them to get the new
0: books. Well, yeah, and Black Library doesn't keep it uh, keep everything in yeah. press. Yeah, right? they yeah. do. They do one or two print runs, and I mean, they're now, with respect to the Gaunt's Ghost stuff, it looks like they're doing another print run of all that stuff, and they're there's that red binder on the Sabat Crusade limited edition there's this kind of this red um graphic design binder that they've migrated now to the paperbacks for God's Ghost so now you can identify the God's Ghost paperbacks on the shelf because they have this red graphic Interesting. and it's and I'm really tempted to buy them now like I've read them all right and but I'm like I need to read them I need to buy them I, I might need to buy them. Then I have to put them somewhere, and that's the problem. Well, well I was, wait,
1: wait for the omnibus. You <laughs> know. Well, I was, I was just going to say, actually, on the assumption that we're important enough for someone actually at GW or Black, Black Library to be listening, audio books. <laughs> 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 Sorry. So anyway. it's very cool.
0: I think Warhammer 40k <laughs> taps into something in popular culture, right?
1: It, it's one of those interesting things that's that's particularly unique. Yeah. It's it's a piece of sci fi that's not particularly sci fi in some of the ways. It's 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 in some of its um, strongest and most unique facets. It's it's large epics, it's like a biblical or Greek mm-hmm. um Odyssey kind of thing, you know, yeah, like massive It's it's that. got it's yeah. got that kind of deal, you know. Yeah. It has battles that people understand because the average person doesn't really understand modern military, they're not they're not used to that. They're used to the mass charges and right. the and you know, enormous armies clashing against each other, how's that kind of thing? That's why it's done so well in all of its forms. And and you know, and,
0: you know we've we've talked on this podcast before about how Astra Militarum was a lot more uh, relatable because mm-hmm. they're humans they're trench warfare it's it's warfare mm-hmm. that I can understand I can picture I that I was having trouble picturing a space Marine take on a bajillion people but h- having read the horse the first two books of the horse heresy it's a little bit different but I can Im- like now I can imagine how powerful these beings are mm-hmm. and how much of a challenge it must be for them to kill everything right um, so.
1: Yeah, n- new players coming into the miniatures game when I worked for Games Workshop um, went for one of three things. They went for the least human thing they'd seen. Tyranids, chaos. You know, I want to play the monsters. I want to play the bad guys. Mm-hmm. They go for Space Marines because everyone did, and they were told they were good and effective. Or they went, those guys. They look like armies I'm familiar with. They've got like tanks and lots of dudes with guns. I'll play the Imperial Guard. Right. You know, and that was the that was the one of the three for those reasons. You know, right. I want to play the bad guys. I so play they the avoided
0: dudes. So so not the Aldar, not yeah. the Orcs.
1: They, they were much less common unless unless people went in for some specific reason. They would play a big scary bad. They play the space marines, or they go. That's it. I'm that guy over there with the last rifle. Wow. You know, I'll play that. Cool.
0: So, thank you, Barry, for for that question and the and the discussion. I think that was really cool. Uh, I didn't again. I didn't know anything about the Second Founding, and now I do. Yes. And now I know more about the Imperial Fist than maybe I care to know. But, but again,
2: uh, right. I think Sigmundson might be mentioned in the third book because there's a Emperor's children. Right, right, right. Marine Lucius. Right. Right, right, mm-hmm. and he's right. a great swordsman. Yep, and so he's thinking he's like, who in who in the galaxy, who in this universe could possibly take me on? Right, and I think he mentioned he thinks about Sigmason of, mm-hmm. of the Imperial Fist. He's and he's even d- dismissive of that guy of Sigmason, of going, oh yeah, you know, he's good, but kind of predictable. Uh, that was that was my my impression oh, wow. of what he was thinking. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> speaking of Lucius is a He's a fun character. Isn't
1: this, isn't this the guy <laughs> using bits of one of the alien species to carve through them in the first you know Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. grabs it. He grabs the front mandibles of a Tyrannite-like spider thing and starts carving. Yeah, yeah, them something like it. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, again,
2: like yeah, like yeah, I said, he's a different. great swordsman. They're stuck yeah. in this planet. The planet they call Murder. It's pretty awesome. They 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 encounter the Xenos uh, spider-like creatures, and yeah. Uh, the the spider jumps out and decapitates.
1: They have they have clothes that seem to be particularly preternaturally sharp and carve for armor very mm-hmm. well. Right, so right. Because one cause off to use as a Right, because one guy because
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. they just see one jump out of space marine, decapitates him, and then the thing disappears in ambush. It's, a, it, it was like, it's a marine. what the hell was that? Yeah. yeah, and all of a sudden this marine falls into pieces, carved through the armor and everything. When they finally kill one, Lucian takes basically one of their front claws. Like, all right, let's try this, and he's just a hacking through yeah, everything. Yeah, he's so
0: he's he's kind of bloodthirsty kind of guy. He's one that I could see a card come out for for that kind of thing. So
1: uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure. I'm correct. Like most of the stuff in Horus Heresy, he's a pre- he's a precursor to a named character later. I just don't remember exactly which one. Yeah, so. right. right yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, so to, just to remind you, we have an active YouTube, YouTube channel. We're gonna be I'm gonna be uh, posting a a video of Carl and John playing uh, after the last episode that features uh, Zogwar versus Anshi, and it's a it's one not to be missed. Uh, So become a subscriber so you don't miss out on any of those live gameplay videos. They're they're sponsored by the Haunted Game Cafe. Um, And again, we have playmats, and part of our playmat giveaway is the lore questions. So if you have a lore question that you'd like us to answer, please let us know via Facebook, Twitter, or email, for that matter.
1: Okay. Any 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 flavour any flavour of social media you can get us on, please. Yes. Um, I'll mention as well. We, as I've said before, the Haunted Game Cafe is involved in the Extra Life Gaming Marathon. I myself am I'm going to be focusing on card games on that, and I'm going to be giving away one of my mats to someone I play a card game with that day. I'm going to put your take your name. If you can make it down to the Haunted Game, to take part in Extra Life. If you get sponsored to take part, then I'll pick one of the people I play that day, and they'll get one of our one of our um, podcast mats.
0: Excellent. Excellent.
1: Thanks to Team Covenant for hosting this warcast and the Haunted Game Cafe for the recording space. If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback or questions for us, you can contact us at TracticsSectorWarCast at gmail.com, via our Facebook page or Twitter at WC, or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. This episode was sponsored in part by Rocky Mountain PC. Thanks for listening. The, the Emperor protect. Protects. Fair play, man. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Uh, fair play. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that the, that the... Episode the, 17 of <laughs> <and laughs> Spar the Stone. Spot yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah <that'll> <laughs> Fair okay. play. Fair play. <laughs> well before any of this